This is the intro to a cool ass show. My name is Tashaya, and it's my talk show. All right, team, welcome to the first annual. And yes, I said first annual. Please don't correct me because this is just how I talk. But welcome to Really Grown Shit, the podcast for the 20 somethings that ain't doing nothing. Who, who the hell am I? Well, my name is Tashaya, and it rhymes with papaya, and I'm going to change the world through media. How? Nigga, I don't know. I just had to say the idea first so I can just go with it. But anyways, so mostly I might as well just start telling y'all a little bit about myself and why I created this podcast, right? Like, it only makes sense. So... When I graduated high school, I knew I had to go to college to make a living, but I wasn't really passionate about the studying aspect, mostly just because I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, I and I went to a charter school, and their mission was to just get all of their graduates into one to be able to compete within one of the top 100 schools within the nation, right? Right. So I didn't really get a a good preparation as to what the fuck I would even do when I got to college. They prepared us to get to college, but they don't really, they didn't tell me what the hell to do when I'm in there. So I kind of just winged it. I kind of just winged it. I kind of just picked the major because it sounded pretty. And that's how I got into the the school of nutritional science. Toxicology just looks so good next to my name. Like, just listen to this. Tashia Jones, Bachelor's in Science and Toxicology. Damn, nigga, that sound hella sexy. Right? Yeah. But I realized I just did not fuck with science that much. Like, that was just not me. Um, But through a couple more major changes and then just me figuring out what the fuck I wanted to do in life, I ended up graduating with a degree in media studies and a minor in African-American studies. Woo. Um, I'll tell you all a little bit more about my college experience, like in later episodes. But I wanted to give you all a little quick intro to who I am. So why did I start this podcast, you ask? Y'all didn't ask, but uh, you get it. But anyways, um, the inspiration came from the lack of representation for life after college. What the hell does that mean to Shia? Well, <clears throat> before I came to college, summer of 2015, I binge watched A Different World. And for those of you who do not know, A Different World was basically one of those very influential black sitcoms of the 80s. They pretty much documented black college students, like them going to HBCU and all the trials and tribulations they faced going there it was some real shit right but i swear to god i want i after watching that show i felt that my college experience was going to model that i had this idea that i was whitley and i was going to find my Dwayne somewhere um i don't know why i was thinking that but i had this idea that i was going to be one of those popular bitches on school who was going to know everybody and just really just be on top of my shit, right? But I also wanted to be like Jada Pinkett Smith's character. Oh, she was on oh, she was on that show too. Um, but one thing I remember from her character was that she 
made gumbo out of her dorm room and sold it to people. And I was like, that's an easy fucking side hustle. Like, I'd rather do that than get an on-campus job. So, but before I, before even coming to college, I had this mindset of how the fuck I wanted my life to get figured out. Then I had to realize a few things. Um, one, it was 2015 at the time, not 1987, when A Different World was on air. And I didn't go to an HBCU. I went to UC Berkeley. But thank God there was an Afro floor that was designed to help black students adjust to campus through community development. Like there was 1.9 of us, like 1.9% out of the 30,000 students that come on that campus were black. So, you know, we were small, but we had fun. And I mean, it was lit. But one thing I thought that was real funny was that I was that everybody when I first came to college, who came to Berkeley, everybody, every every person I know who came to who came to UC Berkeley as a black student told me dead ass, yeah, I watched a different world right before I came to college, or my during my first year just to see if that helped me with the transition. Yeah, a lot of us realized we got bamboozled by doing that, so we just realized we had to just stick it out those next these next four years. Yeah, but it was okay. But by my junior year, by my junior year, Gronish had came out. And I was, like, happy because I was like, oh, it's something current. Maybe they'll talk about some real shit. Maybe I'm going to see some shit. Maybe I'm going to see some real shit. Maybe there's going to be a character just like me on this show. I don't know. But the thing is, I'm a low-income, first-generation college student from Inglewood, California. Now, my narrative is not really put out that much because everybody want to hear about the the rise the rise off the struggle bus story. I'll talk about that later. But basically, the nigga in me, when I'm watching Grownish, I'm like, nah, fam, this ain't it. Like, I'm having all my, I'm sitting around with my friends watching this show, and it's like they all laughing and kiki-keying and shit. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's like, it was good. Like, I said this, I appreciate the acting, but for me trying to find myself into the shows that I watch, I couldn't see myself there. Um, not only that, but I had really got into my studies a little bit more in my junior year. Like that's when I started taking my major classes. So I started reading like all these all these theorists. Stuart Hall, Adorno, Foucault, then black theorists like Angela Davis, Kimberly Crenshaw. I read I I read damn near everybody. And a bitch got woke and started critiquing everything. Like, like I said, I was over here critiquing Gronish. We over here watching the show just to watch the show. And I'm sitting here like, this bitch don't act like me. Why would she do that? Like, I'm not even like, I'm like, I'm enjoying the show, but I'm like, I'm critiquing every small thing. And how I start thinking about how media should reflect society and how um, media should have multiple representations of people of color because every person of color ain't the same i was just upset i was just i wasn't upset actually no i was just bamboozled bamboozled because when i grew i grew up to watching very authentic black media like y'all remember when bet was good r.i.p upn like 
That was my network, okay? You had one-on-one, the Parkers, Moesha, Living Single, 106 and Park, other sh- the game, Baldwin Hills. All of these shows I grew up on. I grew up on. And even though, like, I was sitting here, like, I'm, I was over here, like, fucking eight years old watching Baldwin Hills. Like, this shit didn't make sense. It, this was out of my jurisdiction, so say. But it's like, I want that for my generation. And it's like, because mainly just because that content shit was un, was authentic. It was unfiltered. And right now, there ain't shit for me to watch. I mean, the closest thing that I'd say is relatable for me is Insecure. I mean, one, because I'm an Issa Ran, I'm I'm an Issa Ray fan, and two, it takes place in Inglewood. So every time I watch an episode, I sit down with my friends and I could tell them point blank period where all that shit was shot at. Um, but basically, this is this is a quick call out to all the black filmmakers, all the black creatives, all the black people in media. The new generation of the new generation is on the rise and all these gentrifiers are taking up the space. Y'all, we love 90s culture. We love 2000s culture. Shit, we will go to parties where all we have to do is just wear baggy white tees and listen to Nelly talking about it's hot in here. Like we love this culture so much. But instead of going back in time, let's focus on bringing some of the cultural elements or even making them anew and having them coincide with how we are now. Could I think of some examples? Hell no. But y'all know what I mean. <laughs> but if for me personally, it's like now with the current state of media, it's like blackness has become censored. Or the middle class is getting the, the camera time they always wanted. But since they got money, they getting a lot of camera time. <laughs> Um, and it feels like it's like one depiction of blackness is like valued in media over over others. You know, it's like they commodify black death, but they really don't highlight black, black success. Like, uh, that's another episode for another day, child. Whoo. And all the greats are just dying out there. All Like R.I.P. John Singleton, R.I.P. John Witherspoon, Pops. Pops is my nigga, okay? And I'm sitting here and I'm like, now it's our time to shine. Like, I know y'all out there writing your stories, telling your truths. Like, I know y'all got that out there. But then somebody going to say, Tashia, we have influencers. Um, I don't know who we is. Because this is my two cents. YouTube influencers are the pure definition of just keeping up with the Joneses. Because these niggas is, quote unquote, YouTube famous motherfuckers be walking around these streets talking about don't fuck with me bitch i got 40k followers and i will expose your life what is that gonna do this is a false reality ain't nobody care about that like social media is just a whole other ballpark of shit that i mm, 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 mm. and what's crazy is that most some of the influence i ain't never seen no influencer been no starter from the bottom type of nigga. Like, in my opinion, like, have you ever, like, for all my LA folks out there, have you ever seen an influencer trying to record a fucking video in the jungles? 
No. No. It's like nowadays, it's like I feel that all the people, the people who make it in entertainment, people, the black folks who do make it in the media industry, this is a typical story. This is a standard story. The niggas coming out of the hood, he rises against his struggles. And he be stubborn as hell to give back to his community. Like he's like, ooh, child, to get to, I don't want to go back. Until in his later life, he meets a promising person who reminds them of themselves because they're from the same neighborhood they are from. That is all American for you folks. Like, show's great, but I see this narrative in so many damn places. And I always question them, just like, what about the folks who've been giving back, who've been giving back to the community since day one, to those who made it a goal in their life to just serve their community and help people arise out of their struggles because it's a community. We all gotta work together, you know? Um and I sat there and I was like, what about those folks who have a story to share, but they don't have an audience, they don't have a platform? The niggas who ain't Klaus, who ain't chasing clout are the ones who actually represent the cities that they have. And it's like through that this podcast, I want to give them that platform. So the second reason why I made really grown shit was basically seeing all the memes about adulting. How niggas would be 22 and still ask their parents to make their dentist appointments. Or, I don't know who needs to hear this, but fold up that bag of laundry that's been sitting in the corner of your room for the past two days. Or, this is my favorite, congratulations, you got out of bed today. It's like, in a sense, it felt that I had grown up in college, but I want to get babied at home. Like... How every time I came home from break, I wanted to be pampered like a motherfucker. I was like, listen, I have worked my ass off these past few months in this hellhole. So when I come home, I just want to sit back and mind my business. So yes, I was saying yes to everything. Yes, mom, I would love for you to do my hair. Yes, granny, you can wash my clothes. Wash my clothes. Yes, dad, can you take me to the store? I would love to go here. But on campus, I was this really independent bitch who did everything on her own. Like, and it's like through that, it was like, it felt that college was just like a a training wheel for my adulthood. And when I graduated, that's when the training, the training wheel gets taken off. And you realize that you can't really be riding on a bicycle because you wasn't prepared. Like when I tell you, when I grew so I lived on campus. I was an RA, so I was so used to just staying. Like every every year, when I had to change house, when I had to change housing, I just moved into a different apartment. And then when I graduated, I was like, "Oh fuck! I actually have to pack up all my shit and move back home." And it was okay. And but literally, it's like I graduated in May, and these past few months, I've been doing a lot of reflecting, and I feel that as young adults, we don't reflect enough. We go through so many moments in life that sometimes we can't stop and analyze, like process what we actually went through. And because life doesn't stop, like my it hit my junior year, Marcel, like literally 
this whole damn near stories about my junior year in college and how I just had like a revelation. But it was funny. I turned 20 in my junior year. So that was the start of my 20 somethings. But I had damn near a full-time job on campus. I took 15 unit semesters with like the hardest classes in my department. I tried to go into the YouTube channel. Like even though I just talk shit about influencers, I want to be an influencer. Kinda, kinda. But in January of 2018, I lost my grandmother. And I remember flying down to LA that weekend that when I found out that she was sick and literally 12 hours later after she passes away, I had to get on a flight back to Berkeley because I had a midterm that same day and I had an event that I had planned for my job. So it was like I was so focused on living in the present that I never had really time to just process the things I went through in college. I never had time to just sit down and just say, how did this make me feel? How am I able to still move forward? Like, what kept me still going? I never I never thought about that back in the day. It was just, I just got to make it to graduation. Like, you just want to finish and just go back home. But nobody really tells you what happened after what happens after graduation. You thought life hits in college? Oh, shit gets real after school. When you actually got to move back in with your parents, your money gets funny. Or you living on your own for the first time. Your organization, your organization system is a whole is completely different. You get you either you're getting your first legit job, or you decide to go back to school. Like you get all these directions, and you don't know where to go first. Like we have to expect the unexpected when we become adults, and. You know that's something things that's something you did we I didn't do in college i didn't I always focused on what was it right in front of my face. I never focused on the what ifs, but now I do what is good <laughs> it means I'm adulting, but um basically when I first grad when I graduated college, I was a bit lost because I was legitimately by myself, and I lost out of my passions because I was so focused on just finishing school that I really never. Yeah, I just really wasn't focusing on what I want to do in life. Mostly, and also, I'm a social butterfly, and I thrive off of being around my friends. And so when I, you move back home, you start realizing that you you can't see your friends almost every day like you did on campus. Like, my daily interactions dwindled to bi-weekly dinners. Mostly just because all my good friends ended up living in different parts of the state. Um, Because California is so damn big, y'all. Like, everybody who try to come here, every, all the motherfuckers who murder, try to move to California, all either want to go to L.A. or the Bay. Y'all niggas need to go to, to the Central Valley, okay? Y'all need to stop overpopulating these metropolitan places and put yourself in a in the valley, okay? I said, I said enough, but... Basically, after, um, I, long story short, after I started realizing that it was going to be difficult for me to see all my friends all the time, a nigga was struggling. A nigga was struggling. Why? Because I was like, oh, fuck, I'm actually doing this shit by myself. And it was like I needed help. I needed help. But I was, like I said, I was, I just was too fucking independent to ask for my own help. 
I was just like, you know what? It's okay. But um, at the same time, it's like I made this podcast because I sat there and I was like, I know I'm not the only person going through what I'm going through right now. And really grown shit speaks to the folks figuring out undergrad slash grad school, those and those who are navigating the job market while also stumbling into adulthood when your education isn't a crutch for you. And I feel that when we struggle, we look to higher figures like our parents, our elders, those with the highest degrees, those who's experienced. And every time I talk to somebody, I'm like, I call them motherfuckers. I might as well call them my mentors. They always give me the same advice. You'll get through it. And I'm like, no, bitch, I don't want the advice. I want to hear your experiences. Literally, I always, like, I just need to know what would you do if you were in the same shit that I was in. And I always say that mm, you might have been born alone, but most of your time is spent with peers. You know, I was trying to get really deep with that line, but I don't think it worked. Anyways, um... Really Grown Shit was just a, a basically a space where I get to talk to people about how they've been navigating life after school, either life after high school or life after college or life after grad school. You can name it. You put yourself in any position because every episode is tailored to a, not a certain audience, but more so it's like every episode you can relate to. There's always going to be one episode that's built out for a person just like you. And when I mean you, I mean the viewer. But anyways, this is an unfiltered space. Niggas is talking about life experiences, conversations between people of color in this current state that we are in now. You live life the best when you learn from each other. You know, that's why they tell you to have make friends and stuff like that because, like, you learn best from your peers. And it's like the people I bring on the show have shit to spill. Some folks will talk about how they are thriving while others is trying to survive. Regardless of people, we can overcome any struggle. Real people, real conversations. That's some really grown shit for you, okay? Okay. But... Um, basically, along with this little intro episode, I decided to include one of the earlier conversations about like when I first started the idea of really grown shit. I've had this idea going on since, hmm, when did I start this shit? Mm, May. So it's been May. So since May, so damn near about six months, since about six months. And I decided, literally, all through this time, I've just been, like, trying to get conversations together, figure out what kind of people I want on this show. But it's kind of, like, the main thing I want to say is that I want to be able to give a voice to the voiceless. And so I would say, you know, whoever come on this show going to say some crazy shit, but I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it because it's real. It's real. Um, but anyways, yeah. So along with this episode, I have in some early conversations with pretty much me and some of my closest friends who I've been talking to during this time of like post-grad life, like these last 
four months, these last four months have been a whirlwind. Um, you know, just it was pretty much just a roundtable discussion just to give you a taste of how episodes might go, just how the conversations might flow. Um, but I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the podcast since the planning stages. Like the first episode is done and yes, it's over. Thank God. Anywho, but okay, but just because the first episode is done, oh the fun has just begun. Baby girl, every Thursday you will hear my black ass talk about anything. And I have a guest on every ep- on every show. This this episode is special because I call it my Tashaya Talks. Um not my Ted, you know, my name is not Ted. So we have Tashaya Talks. And basically this is just a time where I can just either share my own story or I just get to just talk. Just because I want to talk. Anyways, so to end off this episode, I just want to end it off with an affirmation. You know, you can take this, leave this, do whatever you want with it. But anything is possible when you put your mind to it, okay? Like... Your pot, like dream, your dreams are capable of happening regardless of whatever you're going through. For me personally, I feel that when I was in college, like I said, I kind of lost sight of my dreams. Mostly just because when you come into college, you realize it's a whole different world you're living into. You realize how stressed out you'll get off of a fucking ten page paper that's due the night before, and you were procrastinating that shit because you wanted to go out and party. Like stress. Is inevitable. You can't avoid it in college unless you're just a really good organizer. But then it's like, what happens if you if you just lose your planner? You know, it's like all that shit happens. But um, like I said, anything happens, anything is possible. All you gotta do is just put your mind to it. If you want that promotion, go get that promotion. You just put it into your speaking to your universe. If you want to, eh. Y'all know what the fuck I mean. But for next week, I'm launching a new upcoming... Well, it's not new, but I have this question segment called I Need an Adult. So pretty much, this is your chance for everybody who's watching. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to basically just tell me how I'm doing, um... I'll put the the G the Gmail. You can really reach out to me at really grown shit podcast at gmail.com or just follow me on Instagram. The whites call me Tasha. And thank you once again for listening to this episode. I'll catch you next Thursday. Toodaloo!